What is going on, online fitness coaches? My name is Brian Mark. I'm the host of the number one podcast for online fitness coaches, and I built my fitness business to over $50,000 a month before I became a mentor for others. In the last three years, I've helped over 200 online coaches hit $10,000 a month in their online coaching business. Now let's get into today's episode. What is going on, online fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast. This is the number one show for online coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. In today's episode, I'm interviewing one of my million dollar mastermind students. Uh, he's absolutely crushing it in the program, and he's a young king. And this guy, his name is Jason Kane. What up, Jason? What is good? What is popping, bro? I'm pumped. I'm excited to be here. We're going to bring some value. Dude, I'm super, super excited that you said yes. Let's freaking get it. So, Man, let's give the audience a little bit of a backstory. So obviously the Million Dollar Mastermind knows who you are, but even for some people in the Change Jobs Academy, it's been a minute since you've been in the Change Jobs Academy. So why don't you give a little bit of background of who you are, tell them how long you've been working with me, and I also want you to tell them how old you are. Let's get it. Okay, cool. I'm Jason. I'm 22 years old. I'm the CEO of Team Elevate, which is basically my online coaching program. And yes, I said CEO because we're in the mastermind. That's what we do. But I'm going to be 100% honest. Like I think like most coaches that come from like sports background, like almost all coaches, like we're like old athletes, right? I'll tell you this one thing. When I did play sports, like I was, I took the approach of like always the first one to be there before the practice, right? You know what I mean? Last one to be there. And like, I just was like, wanted to be there. Like I had no problem with work ethic as far as that. And I would say when I was growing up, and I'm going to tell you this because it kind of, it really, really relates to what I'm doing now. We really didn't have much money, but I would always beg my parents like, yo, this like higher level select team that I had and I wanted to be in that room. I would beg them, et cetera. So just because I wanted to be around there, I wanted to be able to get to that next level, et cetera. Right. And fast forward to college, basically. And it was the first year of college I was playing sports. And during that time I got injured, I realized that I hated school, like absolutely hated it. So I dropped out and I started coaching in person. And when I was coaching in person, I was kind of finding my way getting some people that I went to school with. And then eventually I found you, bro, which was around, I think, I want to say it was 2020 I found you. Yeah, end of 2020. So you, first of all, I actually resonate. I don't know if I've talked about this a lot on the podcast, but when I was younger, I was actually not very good at sports at all either. It was funny because like people would pick me because I was like the dark skin guy for the basketball team. And then I get on the team and I was like, the worst. They'd be like, dude, you were the first pick. But no, I wasn't very good at sports either. But I also had the same work ethic as you. I was like, first show up, last to leave. And I'm like, I remember in grade 10, I earned most improved in my sports category. And I was like, that was like a badge of honor. Like, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like it was like, yo, like I really don't care what it takes. I'm going to like be better than the people that were like naturally gifted. That was my mindset going into it. Yeah. In itself right there, that's a nugget that you should take because, you know, I see a lot of online coaches coming to my program that have like crazy potential you know what i mean and then you'll see like a janelle wheel who has 2000 instagram followers and she's just like i'm just gonna fucking destroy all of you guys <laughs> she's like you know fuck all the things that you have going for you i'm just gonna figure it out and i'm gonna make it happen so i think that that's an admirable trait so when you first found me in, in 2020 like i want to talk to that because you know there's a lot of fitness coaches that follow the podcast that are just getting started and they want to get into this online space but they don't know where to start so Tell me a little bit about like the initial struggles when you first started your coaching program. Like what were some of the things that you like had a hard time with? Honestly, it was cool. It was definitely time, I would say, because I was coaching in person and like I was getting pretty good as far as attracting people for in person. Yeah. Like it, that's really just like an experience thing. Really what it was, right? Like I was on my stories every day. I would basically yeah. copy what it was that y'all would say, be on your stories, be active. And because I was doing that with in person, it was no problem to attract them. And with that, you are really cut for time. Not only that, like I told you, I took that same mentality with sports, which was like, yo, I'm going to be outworking everybody because 
coaches around me, whatever, they weren't posting every day. I was yeah. coaching people in person, coaching some people online and still posting every single day after my sessions. I would do like swipe workouts, right? Like I would just go balls to the wall. I was going in. But with that being said, because I was going, I honestly had a hard time knowing who I was talking to. It was kind of knowing who I was talking to and finding my voice because really all I started to feel myself be was more of a kind of like a hype man. I kind of felt like a character because like people would come to coach with me and they would be like, just to be on my stories. I really felt like that because they would be like, yo, coach, how can you post me on your stories today? And I'd be pissed. I was like, yo, and they wouldn't follow the plan, but they would ask to be on my stories. Oh, hell no. So <laughs> that's when I started getting a little bit mad. Right. But uh, yeah, just during that process, I know that I kind of struggled to find my voice as far as like what message I was really trying to bring outside of me just being that hype man, that character. And yeah, because I knew that like this wasn't what I wanted because I ended up being that hype man. I wanted to actually make impact, which is I think that's the most part why real coaches start because they want to make impact. They want to make change because they understand the experience that that led them. And yeah, I knew that it wasn't leading in that direction. So I wanted to make change. I didn't know how to find my voice is one thing I would say. Yeah, I do. I love that. It's so funny because let me know if you're listening, if this is true for you. I think that every single online coach, every single personal trainer wants to change people's lives. Am I right or wrong in saying that? Like, I don't think that we get into personal training or online coaching unless we actually like deeply care about changing somebody's life. I think that's why most people get into it. And I think where a lot of a struggle is that's our intention. And that's what we want to do. We don't know what we need to put on social media in order to make that happen. Or we get lost chasing the money or we see somebody else making a lot of money. And so we start chasing money instead of chasing that, that impact. And then it's hard for us to find our voice because it's like, even though we want to impact people, it's like, we don't know what to say to impact why what we're saying isn't being received. So I think that is really a, a big part of what a lot of personal trainers struggle with is finding that voice. Let's go a little bit further. And what did you get to in the academy when you were in the academy? What was the like your income at? I want to say it was at 6K online, but 10K in total with online and, and in person. It was the opposite. But I think when I joined the mastermind, I told you, I was like, yo, I'm at 10K online. I think <laughs> you, I was, you motherfucker, you lied to get in. <laughs> yo, bro, I told you I'm going to do what, I, what it takes, bro. Yo, but yeah, shit. I told you that. But- Damn. <laughs> You motherfucker, eh? This guy. Yeah, that's where I was at, though. And like I said, like when I started, bro, like because I was just doing that, like honestly, it's funny because I thought I was going to be turning simps to pimps, but I ended up just coaching solely girls. And from when we turned into that mastermind, I think that's when I really started finding my flow with that. Dude, that's super funny. I'm still laughing at that. I'm like, this guy sneaks in and then he starts crushing it. That's fucking funny, dude. I'm laughing my ass (laughs) off. We're going to talk a little bit about your niche. You said like in the masterminds really, really found your voice. Talk to me about like what made you decide to, you know, hone on your niche and how you decided that this was the type of person. Cause like a lot of people are like, oh, I want to work with men that are trying to build muscle, but then they look at their client roster and like all of their clients are females. So how did you realize that you had to serve women? Number one, I knew it kind of hit me in the head when I was ending my in-person too. Like I just didn't like working with dudes because they would ask for help and then wouldn't take it. That's number one. Like they were just a little bit more stubborn with things like that. And then when girls, like they kind of have more of a tendency to be like, I'm struggling. Like they'll reach out. You know what I mean? It's just a lot more enjoyable of experience. That's number one. Number two is I remember that we went on a hot seat one time when we went in the mastermind and I was like, yo, I'm struggling with my TikTok. I believe I got on, I had like 10K followers on there, but it's not like 10K followers that really did anything for me because I was doing the, the seven second trend, right? Just text over screen which is cool, but it doesn't really do much for you. So, right, I was doing that and I think we had went through a content audit. Like you were looking through my stuff and you had told me, yo, bro, like all the shit that says slim thick is literally blowing up. Why don't you just continue to run with that? 
And like, I stopped thinking so much about trying to sound smart for the coaches in my city, trying to sound, trying to make myself look cool for myself. Because even when I was talking to Natasha a couple of times, she was like, yo, a lot of this shit looks like super bro zone. Like, I thought you said you were talking to <laughs> people. I was like, yo. I was like, yo, facts. Because I'm, I was giving a lot of life advice. And at yeah. the end of the day, like, I am 22. Like, and I realized that. I was like, yo, I'm really making this content for me. Like, if I felt, like, inspired because I said I'm really that type of person that's really motivated, I would just yeah. put that out. And I will put that out a lot, which I would get other coaches. I would get my homies, right? And they would be doing that. And then once we kind of had that talk, me and you, I really just uh, said, fuck what coaches think. Like, I'm not doing it for me. I'm not doing it to look cool. I'm doing it to get clients. And then really just went in on that. So you went from 10,000 followers in the mastermind to how many TikTok followers do you have now? Almost 290. Okay. 290,000. So you went from 10,000 followers to 290,000 followers of TikTok. I just want to, we didn't even put that in the title, bro. I feel like I should have titled it that. <laughs> it's like Yo, a little yeah. nugget. Yeah. By the way, he's not only is he making 20K a month, he also has 280,000 TikTok followers. And you built that while you were in the mastermind. Yes. That's so cool, man. I love it so much. Let's go a little bit like, how do you show up for your niche now? Like your niche is slim thick. Now there's people that are listening to this that are like, okay, like I want to, maybe I'll finally fucking listen to these guys and I'll actually like start to niche down. Like, how do you show up for your niche? Like what kind of content are you putting out on a daily basis? Like, how are you thinking about your content creation? Like walk me through like where your thoughts are when you're going through content. Okay. So now I really, really just take myself outside of myself, if that makes sense. And I kind of go off of like, I even have a list every single day. And it says all of the words that my clients, that my avatar uses by mm -hmm. the DMs that I have, questions that I get on TikTok, all these things. And they're going to say continuous things. I know if any of y'all go live or if you're consistently providing value, you get the same questions worded in the same way most of the time, right? How do I lose this stubborn belly fat? How do I get toned, right? Those questions that you're asking are either their struggle or their goal. So cool. We all know that fitness is super basic. It's not easy, but it's super simple, right? Like you work out, you eat a good nutrition, all that stuff, right? That's really the basic like foundation of fitness. So now I just relate it and I'm going to catch them with what they want. And then on the actual video, I'm going to give them what they need. So I learned that too from one of the trainings in the mastermind, give them what they want, right? Stop trying to give them what they need because they don't give a fuck about macros. They don't even know about that, right? <laughs> give them what they want and then give them what they need after, which once I hook them and be like, oh, shit, this is exactly how you're going to get slim thick. This is how you're going to grow inches on your glutes, lose inches on your waist, right? Keep the shape, lose the weight, all that stuff, right? That really attracts them. Then I can provide value in the way that I want to. And it could still be like not like, you know what I mean? Gimmicky stuff, but it could still be like valuable stuff. But I'm giving them what they want. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. Literally, I feel like if somebody just took what you said, if they rewind the podcast and listen to that twice and they actually understood that concept right there, they could grow a fucking big TikTok following. Oh, 100%. Bro, I we even had that talk about when we were on the, we DM'd you about, about your content too. Yeah, dude, I know. Guys, I'll be super honest and open with my content. Like, okay, so here's the whole picture is my Instagram, it still is a really good source of like main leads. But once my Instagram account got disabled, like I realized I'm like, I spent so much time building B Mark fit that I didn't even look anywhere else. Like I didn't even care. 
Like I was just posting TikTok videos because I thought they were funny. And like me and Kirsten can make some super viral TikTok videos, but they're just like, like you said, I literally have a page, bro, that has 60,000 followers. It's called Protein CEO. And all I did was stupid protein videos where I was smashing eggs on my face. So like, I know how to go viral, but it's like finding, figuring out how to go like speak specifically and to online trainers and help them grow their coaching business. I always had like a little bit of like a disconnect with short form video for some reason. But yeah, I've been posting a lot more short form videos and I've been working on like my content game by seeing fucking guys like you crushing it, seeing Cole step his game up. I'm like, ah, it's time to step my fucking shit up and like turn my weakness into a strength. But yeah, you sent me that video and you were like, yo, be like, all of your videos need to say how to make 10K a month as an online trainer. So yeah, I started do doing that. Shit. Now they're popping. Yeah. I, I just so told you exactly what you told me, bro. Yeah. It's so funny, dude. It's, and I'll say this too. I think that everybody that's listening to this podcast, right? We all, you should be studying sales, right? You should be trying to get better at sales. I mean, if you want to get Not clients, to. that's number one. But I would say this too. Like when you're really good at sales, Brian, you're good at listening to what they want, right? Mm -hmm. That's really one of the main things of sales. I know that you're really good at listening. I started at a car dealership and I would just listen to when they were talking about. If they had a pain, they said, yeah, I walked here. I would use that in my sale, in my pitch, right? Things like that. And that's the same thing that you want to think about with your marketing. If you're good at sales, you could use that in your marketing as well. Again, just listen to their pains, listen to their struggles and start to use that in your content because the content isn't about you at the end of the day. If you want to be an influencer, it could be about you. But if you want to get clients, it's about your clients, about making an impact. Bro, this is a super, super valuable episode. I'm super grateful you came on. Let's this go. Fire. I'm like, I'm super happy, bro. This is cool. Sweet. So I completely love everything that we're doing. Great marketing is about joining the conversation in the prospect's heads. And the best way to join the conversation that's happening in a prospect's heads is to use specific words that they're using. And like, yes, like you can't spot reduce belly fat or like tone your lower belly fat only. Like you can't do that. But like when you say that, then you bring them in and then you teach them exactly what they specifically need. So using language that they specifically use so that you bring them in. And then in the video, you teach them the value. So Sell them what they want. Give them what they need. I fucking love that. So, dude, let's go into this. I want to talk a little bit about progression because the academy got the 6K and now you're at, what's your highest month in the mastermind so far? 21K. 20, 21K. So now you're at 21K. I want to know a little bit about, you know, the shift from the academy to the mastermind. Like, was there like a big difference in energy wise and coaching wise when you went from the academy to the mastermind? Yeah, I think definitely I had no problem showing up like on my social media and all these things. And like I said, I found my voice, but I would definitely say leadership really, really leveled up once I went into the mastermind because I just saw the way that everybody carried themselves. And like I was mentioning earlier about wanting to be in a higher level room with it when it came to like my sports, that's what I wanted to be in when I came here because I saw the level of leadership that y'all were going at. And like, I was like, holy shit, like I want to be that. It doesn't matter my age, like why I paid to be here so that I could experience that. And once my level of leadership started to kind of level up, my coaching started to level up, like the way that I communicated to my clients, the way that I communicated to my team started to level up and things just started to be a lot more efficient and actually make a lot more sense as I was going throughout, I would say. That was going to be one of the main things. And then of course, mindset. I think that's huge throughout the mastermind is, is really, really huge. But yeah, I would say leadership. Cool. That's not what I was expecting. That's rad. And I completely agree. I think that the leadership... I was talking to Don, Cole, and Natasha about this as well. I think that a part of the, you know, the leadership is like the culture that we have as mastermind coaches and then the culture that we bring to the community. And that's something we pride ourselves on is like making sure that we're showing up, you know, as powerful, strong leaders and like teaching you guys how to do the same thing for your clients. So that's cool. I appreciate that. Yeah. That's rad. Yeah, bro. That. It's just definitely just different. I think because like my age, I think people definitely will want to like, oh, you have time. They'll have that mindset. I've definitely had people, friends around me 
in my city, right? Or even tell me, like, yo, you're young. You have a lot of time. You're good. Calm down, right? And I hate that shit. I hate that so much, right? Just seeing the urgency behind y'all. Like, y'all act with urgency, obviously, right? But we still have a lot of time. Like, you know what I mean? The way that y'all act with urgency. And I think it just really rubbed off, bro. Yeah, dude. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm all about enjoying my fucking life. But, like, I also want to enjoy my life while making a massive fucking impact on the world. Yes. You know? Like, yes, we have time, but like, why would you not want to spend your time like with more wealth than you could ever imagine with, you know, impacting more clients than you could ever serve? Like, why the fuck are we posting on social media if we're not trying to be our absolute fucking best? You know, like, I don't understand that mindset where, you know, people are like, oh, like you actually don't have time because you have one life, then you're dead. Like literally, like, that's damn it. you know, <laughs> yo, that's 100%. It. I told my clients that too. I was like, yo, like, I understand that this is a long-term journey, but also when you're going about the shit, you should act like there's a lot of urgency behind it because, mm-hmm. like, when you're in the gym, like, at least for the most part, like, and I know I coach girls, but I'm honestly, like, really on their ass, too. Like, I'm like, yo, you should have some type of urgency, but then again, not care when you get that goal, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care when it happens, but I'm going to continuously act like I have a lot of urgency the day that I'm taking the actions. I like that. Creating a sense of urgency. I love that concept. I don't think I've talked about that ever on the podcast, but so important. And it's like, like you need that sense of urgency to be successful because I'm going to just drop this straight on the podcast audience. I love y'all. How many of you guys have been listening to my podcast and thinking about starting your online coaching business, but you haven't done it yet? Yo, it's May. (laughs) It's May. Yo, we're like halfway through the fucking year. So every single time you say, I'm going to wait till tomorrow, I'm going to wait till the next day, or, you know, I'm going to wait till my cards are right. It's like, that's just like, you know, when your fitness clients tell you that, you know, that that's why they're not successful. I really do think that a big key to success uh, now that we're talking about this, bro, is always having that sense of urgency. Because I think that a big thing that a lot of trainers fall into as they grow their income is they get complacent at a certain level. Like they'll get to 8K a month, 9K a month, 10K a month, and then they're like, they're chilling. They lose that sense of urgency. They lose a few clients. They lose momentum in their content. And then they have to restart and get the urgency back. It's almost like my like thing is I'm like grateful, but I'm never satisfied. Yeah. I'm like super fucking thankful for that life that I have now. I'm super thankful for like my fitness goals, the amount of clients that I have, the amount of like impact that I'm making, the amount of money that I'm making. But I'm also not fucking satisfied because I know that I'm capable of more. And I know that this is just the start, you know? Yes. A hundred percent, bro. I like that. Yeah. Okay. So talk to me a little bit about how your business is set up, Jason. So how many clients do you have right now? We are at in total, I want to say 105. Lit. So 105 clients. How many team members are working for you right now? Four. Isn't you're 22 years old. Yeah. That's why I said the leadership was huge. <laughs> leadership was huge. <laughs> Bro, that's lit. So most people think $20,000 a month means that you're working 16 hours a day. Is that true? No, I'm actually working a lot less than I was when I told you I was working in in-person and when I first started the mastermind, I'm working a lot less. That's so funny because everybody thinks 20K a month, you're probably working like 16 hours a day. No, hell no. And like you said, like it's more about, like we were mentioning earlier, the leadership really allows you to be able to move people without having to you take all the action, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's yeah. one of the huge things is because your communication gets better, your team starts moving more efficiently and you don't have to touch every single piece to be able to make it work. Yeah, Natasha called that training playing chess without touching the pieces. Yeah, that was fire. Yeah, it's so good. How do you feel about like running your business now at 20K a month versus when it was at like 6 to 10K? Oh, bro, I don't resent it anymore. <laughs> I would resent it sometimes just off of the days. I'm like, yo, oh my God, like, is this what it takes? And I would see numbers like Dawn and like other people in the mastermind. I'm like, holy shit. Like I could, I barely keep up with what I have right now. I was really, <laughs> yo, like there's something they're not telling me, bro. I was like, there's no way. So honestly, <laughs> that's where I was at. I was like, no way, bro. I was like, can I even keep up with this? Yeah, but, that's crazy. <laughs> 
Yeah, but yeah, true. I mean, it's just and now I can really, really focus on um, providing a different level of impact. Like you said, you're always about impact. But then when the bills start coming in, right, you're really focusing on, oh, shit. Like, OK, cool. Dude, I love that. OK, so let's go into some like some specific. If you had a couple Jason Kane ninja tricks for TikTok for the audience. So I know that you had mentioned this on one of your podcasts before, but like this is huge. And I was honestly just talking to one of my coaches about this is number one, batch your content, right? If you're trying to make content each and every single day, that's cool, but you're probably not going to have much time and you're going to burn out. That's number one. Number two is the another reason why I struggle to find my voice is because I would only look at other coaches and I would listen to this podcast or look at coaches that are winning. And because I kept looking at these other coaches, I would look at my content and I would almost emulate almost every single coach. As I found a new coach that's winning, I would kind of emulate their shit. Found a new coach that's winning, I would emulate their shit. And I would never find my flow. Interesting. So what I started to do, I started to find my inspiration from people that are not coaches. I honestly like muted even my friends that are coaches. A lot of coaches in the mastermind, I muted them. I don't see any of their shit anymore because I don't want to emulate them. I want to find my voice. And I started to just find good content. Right. And then figure out, cool, why does it work? Right. How are they placing certain things in that video? How are they attracting their audience? And now when I make my list of cool, these are the videos that I want to emulate or kind of get inspiration from. And I look at it, I'm like, holy shit, almost none of his like online fitness coaches or even fitness creators. It's just like shit that's really good as far as attracting their specific niche. And then now I'm able to really just, you know what I mean? Find my own flow within that and just be able to use that type of inspiration from people that aren't coaches. Just, I really feel like that helped me because now I'm not trying to be somebody else because if you try to be somebody else, you're not going to be very good at it. Dude, again, I know I've already said this to you, but I'm super pumped about the amount of value in this podcast. Yo, if you're excited about the amount of value Jason's dropping, drop a hell yes in the fucking comments. Let's go. It's usually like, it's usually good, but this is very good, dude. I'm fucking stoked about this. Let's go. I like it. Yeah. yeah so no. cool. And like, do you agree too? Because I know that you find other inspiration yeah. from people and it's like. Yes, I do agree. I love that. And I've actually never thought it's, I agree with what you're saying. I've never articulated it and I've never spoken it out loud, but there's. A few creators that I'm following, literally the guy that inspired me to step on my content, I feel like his name, I think he is like Indian descent. He's got like neck tattoos and he does these videos where he's like pouring coffee and then we nods his head, the bass drops. You yeah, know what I'm talking about? Yeah, his shit is lit. You, his shit's lit. So I remember sending those, I watch all of his videos and I send those videos to Brayden and I'm like, yo, and Nick. And I'm like, I want my videos to be like this fucking good. Like that's the level that we're shooting for. So yeah, it's cool that you say that because I also do that. And I don't think that anybody's ever talked about it like that. Just grabbing inspo from creators and online coaches. It's such a simple idea. I love it. Yeah. I think that, I don't know. I just feel like that was really huge. I hated being like everybody else, right? When you be like everybody else, you're not going to stick out at all. So like that really just, I don't know. I think that really helped me find my flow with it. Bro, I love it. All right, let's bring it back to the podcast audience and let's give one piece of actionable value. If you could go back to yourself, Jason Kane, when you first started online coaching, what would you say to yourself now with this level of awareness that you have in the mastermind, crushing it, slaying the game? What would you say to yourself if you were just getting started, if you had the same brains that you had right now? That's a really good question. That makes me think. So if I had the same brains that I had right now, number one, stop trying to impress other coaches. Number two is you have to realize, are you trying to be a influencer or a coach? And once you kind of decide that, I would really start making content or speaking to your avatar, speaking to that person and trying to change their life versus always just trying to make stuff where you are like really just trying to look cool, if that makes sense. Like now I really don't care about that. I would realize that I would make content for my friends and for those type of people. Like you may not think it when you're making it, but at the end of the day, you ask yourself like, yo, what did this really provide for my client? I would say that 
that's where I was stuck. And I think that once I really stepped out of like, stop trying to impress other coaches, like I don't care what they think. That's why I was scared to say words like toned and all these other things. I was really like afraid to say it. Cause other coaches are gonna think I'm dumb as hell. <laughs> Dude, exactly. That's what I'm saying. And that's why I said that to Pete, like lean and tone. People don't like those fucking words. Coaches don't like those words because that's not the language that we use when we're personal training. That's what the market wants, dude. And like, if you want to make money as an online trainer, you need to sell them what they want and then give them what they need when they join your fucking program. A hundred percent on my lives in my group. I am talking about hypertrophy. I am talking about like reps in reserve. I am talking about these advanced concepts, but again, you can't preach that to them until they're in your actual program. So that's what I would say to myself is I would try to preach that to them before they were in my program. It's so fucking funny that you're talking about this. Cause I literally did a video about like how there was uh, somebody that commented in my photo. Recently. I'm not even a personal trainer anymore, by the way, but somebody was like, you shouldn't be coaching people. Like I've been a bodybuilder for so much longer than, you know, I'm like, bro, like the way that the world works is like you study marketing and sales. And then as a result of that, you clients. And once you get clients, then you can share the knowledge that you've acquired over the years of like working out. But it like, it doesn't, go the other way around like you don't get to share the knowledge first and then people just come to you you need to learn marketing and sales so you get clients and then once you have clients then you deliver the value that like that changes their fucking life you know yes because i know that was the last question one thing i'm gonna say too is i know a lot of coaches because i trained in person that are really really smart but because they don't take time to focus on marketing and sales like they, they don't study that they have a hard time getting clients. And because of that, I was able to get clients. I may not know all that stuff, but during this process, I'm able to get clients and I'm like, holy shit, it like puts more urgency. Like I got to learn like almost yes. every single day. I am yes. about an hour for me to learn more about nutrition training because I'm able to bring in clients. So it's like, oh, now I really have some pressure on me because I yes. killed the imposter syndrome. You know what I mean? Yes, dude. I love that. When I was an online trainer, like I took personal responsibility for the amount of knowledge that I had. I actually hired Lane Norton. This was back before he released his nutrition courses. So this was like 2013 for 2014. And I sent him a message on Instagram. I'm like, how much do I have to pay you for you to get on Zoom with me for three hours? An hour, you know, I'll pay for three sessions. How much? He's like $400 a session. I was like, done. And I literally would just show up the Zoom call with Lane Norton and I have a list of questions about my clients. I'd be like, what would you do here? What would you do here? And then I would like, and it was cool because I actually got to check my knowledge. I'm like, I would have done the same thing. I would have done the same thing. So it's like, it's like once you have that, those clients, for me, it's like, I take personal responsibility. I'm like, I want to level up. So I have more to give them, you know? Yeah. It just gets you more excited. gets you more pumped. And like, you don't feel like an imposter anymore. I know there's probably some coaches that feel like that. I know I did when I first started. Yeah. I don't think the imposter syndrome actually ever goes away too, by the way. Like even for me and now, like at the level that I'm at, like I still, unless I'm continuing to learn, I'm like in the back of my head, I'm like, yo, fucking Janelle wheels going to pass me. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm like, if she passes me, am I still going to be like a good coach? Right. So like things like that, they always sneak up on you. So I think it's important to like continue learning, continue growing, continue to push yourself to the next level. Yes, sir. Yeah. bro. Thank you so much. This was fire. If you're in the podcast audience, now that this is done, where do they find you on social media? Yo, you can find me at Game with Kane 24 Kane is spelled just like Gain, but with a C. That's on all platforms. And then my podcast is Elevate Mind and Body Podcast. Elevate is spelled with an eight. And yeah, that's it. Guys, if, you get slim, if you want to get slim in the waist, thick in the base, that's where you come. Slim in the waist, thick in the base, bro. That's, that's, fire. Cool. <laughs> yeah, that's fire. Guys, this guy's 22 years old. Guy's a young king. Absolutely killing it. Over 100 clients, making 20K a month. Got his own podcast, 280,000 followers on TikTok. And he did that all within the last 12 months. Proud of you, bro. Appreciate it, man. Couldn't have done it without you. Let's get it. All right, guys, that's it. That's all. Have the best day of your entire life. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Let's go. Let's go.